Money is freedom, and freedom is fun. Are you planning for some serious freedom? You could be, and it could be simpler and more rewarding than ever. In 2018, Family Investment Center is planning for some serious freedom like never before. On January 1st, Family Investment Center welcomed Richard C. Salmon to the team. He is a nationally known industry professional and spearheads expanded financial planning services as president of Family Investment Center. As a retired FAA air controller, Army Captain and Chair of the 2018 CFP Board's Board of Directors, Salmon and the team want to help you make money make sense this year. Listen as Dan Danford and Richard C. Salmon talk about why this is a great day for you and for the team at Family Investment Center. Hi, I'm Dan Danford and this is Richard Salmon. You probably know one or both of us if you're watching this video. So what I'm going to do is we're going to spend some time explaining kind of why we've decided to work together through Family Investment Center. For myself, I started Family Investment Center back in 1998, and since then we've been providing high-quality, fee-only investment management and financial planning services. Uh, the reason why we've decided to work with Richard is because it will allow us to get bigger and better, and we're especially interested in getting better. Richard? Well, thank you, Dan, and uh, I'm very excited to become part of this team. and. Uh, my background goes back about 25 years to the early 1990s when I first started a small solo financial planning practice. And then I joined uh, three other gentlemen in uh, the late 1990s in forming an independent trust company and uh, transitioned my practice to fee only at that point. And then in 2000, uh, joined G-Trust, which was based out of Topeka, Kansas, and uh, spent the next 14 years there building a team of uh, financial planning professionals. Then we were acquired by a, a larger regional bank in 2014. I subsequently left that uh, in 2016 and uh, am now ready uh, to go back out on my own, except it made a whole lot more sense to, rather than doing it on my own, uh, to partner with Dan and his team because we, we really bring a very complementary skill set. Uh, Dan's team here in St. Joseph, Missouri has been in the business for it'll be 20 years next year, providing fee-only investment management and a very strong back office and, uh, and fiduciary management culture. And we bring to them the, uh, the systematic financial planning process that we've been providing for the last 20 years. And uh, so the synergy between those two uh, should make the whole much greater than the some of the parts. Yeah, it's great. Richard and I have known each other for 20 years. Um, we've watched each other as we've both kind of grown and developed. We've always kind of admired each other, and this is an opportunity for us to work together. Now, Richard directly is going to be opening an office in the Kansas City area down in Lenexa, uh, but it's our goal and intent that we have one company with two locations. So you should be able to access the financial planning process in St. Joseph or Lenexa, and you should also be able to access our investment management from either one of the locations. Well, and, and talking a little bit about investment management, because I think there's some, some real value in explaining that, uh, this is a very similar structure to what we used to have at G-Trust, where we had the financial planning was mostly housed out of Overland Park, Kansas at that time, but we had an investment team made up of right. professionals from across the company, and those decisions were made at that team level and then implemented at the individual offices, and we plan to do that exact same thing here at Family Investment Center. 
Yeah, it's a process that's worked for our clients really well over the years, and we just figure that this is a way to expand those services to a larger group of people. And it also allows us, we've always provided what we call situational financial planning, which is somebody comes in, they have a particular circumstance or situation that requires review and some help, and we put that together and help them do that. Um, your process that you've created is more systematic. It, it, it involves, you know, insurance. It involves uh, estate planning. It involves investment management and investment planning and taxes. Um, this is a more comprehensive and robust package than what we've had in the past. So for our clients that want those services, we'll be able to use that more systemic approach if that's what suits them. And I think that that, I mean, that is something that you bring to the table that is a real benefit to our existing clients. Well, I'm, I'm glad you feel that way, and I, and I think so, too. And, you know, one of the things that it might be beneficial for the folks listening to this to understand, Dan, is who we typically work with. Sure. Because yeah. our clients are all what I would consider middle and upper middle class, but it, that's more about mindset than it is about net worth. And, and what I mean by that is we have clients that are worth eight to $10 million, but if you ask them, they would tell you we're middle class. Of course. You know, I mean, it, it, because that's how they see themselves. They don't view themselves as being wealthy. Right. And so to me, middle class, upper middle class is a mindset. Yeah, and we see the same thing here. We have clients that have, you know, eight or ten million dollars of investing. They don't consider themselves wealthy either, and and I would not consider them, you know, wealthy to the extreme that we sometimes see, you know, in America. But they've done very well, and they they're suited to have somebody help them that's a professional in the way they handle things. Well, and one of the other things that I think it's also important to understand, and this is one of the things that we bring to Family Investment Center, is be. Because we do financial planning for a fee, you know, we basically have two revenue streams. If we manage assets directly for a client, that's an asset management fee. And if we do financial planning, which as you mentioned, includes tax preparation work, tax planning, estate planning, the, the whole gamut of, I always tell people basically, if it has to do with money, it's probably our job. But we have an ability to work with young professionals sure. that many uh, investment management firms don't because you're getting paid for managing the money. And so younger professionals, whether they be engineers, accountants, doctors, lawyers, whatever the case may be, it doesn't matter exactly what you do, but you're, you're affluent at that point, which means you're earning a decent income, but you're not yet wealthy. And so our job is through the financial planning that we do to help those younger affluent clients work toward obtaining wealth. I, I always like to say to make money stick is what it amounts to. And that's a huge issue for a lot of people with high incomes. And it's one of the reasons why having a systemic approach makes a lot of sense. Um, the way we've done things in the past is those same people might call us for information or help when they reach a particular circumstance, but that doesn't mean we have an ongoing relationship with them. Right. Under your new scenario that we're going to be able to offer to our clients, we'll be able to do that in a way that creates revenue for the firm and also serves them on an ongoing basis. Right. Creates value for them. That, that's exactly right. You know, Dan, one of the words that, that really is starting to get into the public's minds now is the word fiduciary. Uh, and they're gaining an understanding of what that means. And, and to be a fiduciary is really about both 
capability and intent. And what I mean by that is to be a fiduciary means you have to have the capability to work in your client's best interest, but you also are required as a fiduciary to do so. So if you don't have the required expertise in a certain area, let's say that you don't have expertise in tax, for instance, then as a fiduciary, you have to tell your clients that. This is not an area that we are competent to advise you in, but I, sure. need, I will refer you- To somebody who can. To, exactly, exactly. So you know we, we're good at what we're good at, and we're, we let other people be good at what they're good at. It's a really interesting point. You know, when I started uh, this company back in 1998, it was after 15 years as a trust officer. And I know you had your stint as a trust officer as well. And when you come out of that environment, you're used to everybody being a fiduciary. And we've operated that way for a full 20 years. What's happened in the last year or two is that many of the trade associations and the regulatory bodies and even Congress themselves have been discussing this issue of fiduciary services. And so it has become much more commonplace for clients to ask those kinds of questions. I felt for the first 15 years of this company like I was often whistling in the dark because people didn't know, they didn't understand, they didn't, you know, the, the idea of fee only was maybe a little scary to them. But those things have finally come around. I, I think we were just ahead of the curve some. Uh, but this, this it's very timely to be offering those kinds kinds of services in a marketplace today where people are finally aware and looking for those kinds of services. Well, and, and the reality is, is most people have thought through the years that their, whoever their advisor was did have their best interest in mind and was required to operate in their best interest. But under the suitability standard, that's not a requirement. That doesn't mean there aren't good people operating under a suitability standard taking great care of their clients. There are. But it it's in the client's best interest to know that that's a legal requirement right. that their advisor needs to meet. Yeah, and, and I just think more people are, we get more referrals today from like the NAPFA website, uh, the National Association of Personal Financial Advisors. They're sort of the fiduciary fee-only trade association for the advisory business. And they have a, a website where people can go look up people who are registered with NAPFA. You are, I am, we have another person or two in the firm that are, when they do that, we'll get a phone call from somebody and say, hey, we found you on the NAPFA site. We'd like to come in and talk to you. Didn't used to generate a lot of referrals. The last few years, it has created a lot of referrals. So you can tell that the public is becoming more aware. You know, Dan, one of the things that I think is important to talk a little bit about to our audience is the credentialing of our team. Oh, sure. Because uh, we have, I believe it's five of us now that are certified financial planner professionals right. and that are going to be part of our team. And so those of us who have chosen to become certified financial planners are subjecting ourselves to regulation and over, oversight by the CFP board so that you know the clients can know and prospective clients can know these people uphold a standard. They have a certain level of expertise that they've attained sure. and then they also have you know continuing education hours that they have to achieve. Uh, one of the other credentials that uh, I spend an awful lot of time and effort achieving is the Chartered Financial Analyst or CFA designation. 
you're way smarter than I am. <laughs> no, I just, I just have a higher pain threshold. That's, that's all it is. But, uh, but CFA is, is the sort of the preeminent investment management designation. A lot of your mutual fund managers, pension fund managers, people like that. And also on our team, and this is very important when you look at the tax side of what we do, we have several enrolled agents. And an enrolled agent is, is basically authorized by the IRS to represent taxpayers before the IRS and do tax return preparation for clients. And so that, again, is a part of our expertise. Yeah, and I'd say one of the things about the CFP designation, I, I think the industry has kind of standardized on that now. There are a lot of designations out there, but I think people who have the CFP, that's probably the uh, the most prominent among the various uh, designations that are available. And so we have several people that have master's degrees in personal finance, um, and, along with other educational credentials that I, I, I just don't think are all that common in the marketplace. And uh, I think it just demonstrates that you have people here who are concerned enough about what they're doing that, that see this as a profession that requires additional study, requires over and above the simple licensing that's required in order to do it. Well, you know, Dan, that's interesting because one of the things I typically tell prospective clients at a first meeting as I'm describing our credentials is all of this and a few dollars will buy you a cup of coffee. Oh, yeah, exactly. But the, the, but the reality is it's about your commitment to the profession. And I, I think that's a big part of it. it. It demonstrates that people went the extra yard. You know, Dan, one of the things I'm really looking forward to is getting to work with you from a leadership role, because you and I, you as CEO, me as president of the company, are going to be, you know, helping to set the vision for the rest of our team. And I really enjoy being part of that kind of a leadership team. I had that at previous firms. Sure. And uh, so I think it's going to be a very exciting time, both for us as well as the rest of our staffs and especially for our clients. And I think one of the fun things, and, and Richard and I have both talked about this, we've both had successful careers, we've done well. This is more uh, kind of a merger of desires than anything else, is that Richard doesn't need to join Family Investment Center if he doesn't want to. And I don't need to take on somebody like Richard if I don't want to. But the excitement comes from what we might accomplish together that neither one of us have been able to accomplish on our own. I think there are going to be markets that are going to open up to us, both in St. Joseph and in Kansas City and in the region, uh, that neither one of us would be able to tap as kind of a sole practitioner. Right. But with this team and with the credentials and with the experience we've gotten, I just think there's going to be some opportunities come our way that, that are, frankly, both fun and exciting. And exactly. uh, I think we're both at the point in our careers where that's important to us. We don't want to do drudgery. We want to do stuff that we enjoy and work with people we enjoy. And I think that's going to be where the real excitement lies. You know, that one of the things I always tell prospective clients is that we're interviewing you as much as you're interviewing us during that first meeting. Because we have to get to know our clients well to do what we do effectively. And I frankly don't want to spend time getting to know people well who I don't enjoy spending time with. Exactly. <laughs> and so consequently, it's very important to us that there be that meeting of the minds because we're going to spend a lot of time together. I, I always tell clients, we don't have to know every deep, dark secret, but frankly, we have to know most of them in order to be good at what we do and to be effective in, in being their advisors and, and guiding their financial futures. And I also think it's 
uh, there, there's a friendship there too that if you're I mean it's primarily a professional relationship but sometimes a friend has to tell another friend something they may not want to hear and That's sometimes right. it's hard to do that and if you don't have that kind of relationship you probably won't do it but it needs to be done and so there are some times when you're sitting with clients and they're saying things uh, maybe that they've heard or, or you know their comfort level has has you know moved or shifted in some fashion or something when you have to say hey wait a second you know I'm your friend and as your friend I'm gonna tell you that we need to look at this in a slightly different way or maybe we can adjust how we're doing things so that you're more comfortable but the friendship is what guides that relationship I mean, it, it, it's a professional friendship, but it's because I care about you that I'm going to tell you what I think needs to be done. You know, that, that brings to mind a story, Dan, because I have a client that's retired out in Colorado now and uh, living in the mountains, living their dream. Right. But I can remember when he came to me uh, a number of years ago and was ready to do it then. And I had to tell him, you know what, it's not not ever, but it's not now. And, and he was very disappointed to hear that at that particular point in time. But when a couple years later, the opportunity came up, I was able to say, now it works. And that was many years ago, and they're still successfully retired out to Colorado today and living in the mountains and living the life they want to live. And that's a huge part of the value that we provide. And, and that's really, honestly, you know, every client or every client family that we encounter has slightly different goals. But it's when they achieve those goals that you really, I mean, that just really turns you on. I mean, that's the fun part of our business is when they say, hey, I just had my first grandchild and I want to set aside money so that they can go to college. And then you get the graduation picture from college 20 years later. That's what it's all about. And that's what makes it fun. I agree. Dan and I have to laugh because uh, there is a quote in his office in a plaque that is actually a quote that I own on a sweatshirt. The quote says, you never see a motorcycle parked outside of a psychiatrist's office. And uh, Dan and I both have to laugh about that a little bit because we're both avid motorcycle riders. And uh, it brings back to mind, it was the year before we sold our company uh, back in 2014. I had just retired from the FAA. I spent 25 years as an air traffic controller, which is a whole nother story. But uh, the bottom line was, I was getting ready to leave on a bucket list motorcycle trip on my big Harley. And I was gonna ride 3,500 miles out to Palm Springs, California and back by myself. And I was sitting in a board meeting with one of my partners and I was explaining this to them. And I was explaining how excited I was to have right. that much time alone with my thoughts that I couldn't remember how long it's gonna it had been since I'd had that kind of opportunity, right? And without missing a beat, he immediately came back and said, but what are you gonna do after the first 30 minutes? <laughs> That's exactly right. It's, it's, it's not that there aren't crazy people who ride motor cycles it's just a different kind of crazy that's, that's, that's exactly right and yeah, uh, we do share that in common and it's fun yep this year let's make money make sense let's plan for some serious freedom get started today at familyinvestmentcenter.com and tomorrow do more of what you love <laughs>